0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 133 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude?
1: We're talking Pokemon Go today.
0: This episode's gonna get real weird real quick.
1: Yeah. I don't know
0: anything about what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> I've I been doing research all week, trying to learn what I can about Pokemon Go. Um, I got my first taste of the competitive Go scene at Indianapolis, um, mm-hmm. and... I kind of got hooked on it a little bit there because it was so much fun to watch um the downtime between turns like you have for vgc kind of dulls the hype a little bit when something big happens and then it's just like turns take another however long and then we go back to the action pokemon go it's all just action there's there's no downtime it is all just one giant roller coaster of emotions and you have no time to really think and or plan and or do anything besides try to win the game.
0: So what's what's really interesting about Go as a competitive game, um, there's no, like, the type chart exists, but there's no, like, your, your weaknesses are less prominent because they're like a 1.6 times multiplier instead? Yep. Is that right? That is correct, and yep. Your resistances and immunities are... There's no such thing as an immunity yep. in this game. Like, everything's taking damage from everything.
1: Correct. And uh, it's, it,
0: it's really weird.
1: So, for those that may not know or play Pokemon Go... Uh, Your type chart from VGC does not translate over to go exactly. It doesn't translate a hundred percent The weaknesses and resistances all translate very very well But the immunities are where we kind of get into this weird gray area for Pokemon go Because the immunities are essentially considered a four times resistance for that type so Thing off the top of my head, we'll talk about Registeel a lot this podcast episode, probably, because Registeel was very, very popular in the high competitive scene last season, uh, but Registeel is a steel type, which is immune to poison. Poison deals, uh, it's a .39 multiplier, so whatever base damage you would have, multiply it by .39, and that's the damage you would deal, instead of it just dealing zero, like we would see in VGC. Um, uh, And that's just so people can't just get hard-locked out of games. The Sheninja thing doesn't work. The Sheninja lock doesn't exist in Pokemon Go. (laughs) Is that a plus or a minus for you? Is that a good thing or a bad thing for you, Carter?
0: (laughs) I can take it or leave it. Like, I don't... The fact that there's no, like, immediate thing that, like, you can just lose to, I think is awesome. Hmm. Um. But at the same time, like, because everything takes damage from everything, does that just kind of like invalidate Shininja as a Pokemon?
1: Uh, the the joke is I don't think Shininja's in Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. That's that's the joke I'm trying to get to. Uh, but the the other running joke is Shininja's like Wonder Guard. You have to hit it super effectively to take it out. mm Hmm that's not a th- every everything like there is no wonder guard ability there's no locking out an opponent because oh they're stuck with this Pokemon mm-hmm. can't touch me well yes they can it's just you're going to knock them out before they knock you out most of the time
0: yeah it's it's really interesting
1: um so I figured we'd talk a little bit about um, what the PvP like format for Pokemon go uh, competitive is. Um, We figure we would talk about that a little bit. We'll probably talk a little bit about um, how the mechanics work in game, what switching is, um, what the shields are, fast attacks versus charge attacks and things like that. And then we'll look at some of the more popular Pokemon so that people kind of know what to look for when they're starting to build their teams and things like that. If that's something they're interested in doing while VGC is on hiatus
0: yeah it's it's really
1: go is, uh, uh, go is this blend of strategy and timing all at the same time there's no downtime but it's still turn-based in a way and um because it's still technically a turn-based game it still fits the theme of pokemon it's just turns aren't 30 turns seconds. Aren't what
0: people consider them to be in a traditional sense. Yeah,
1: that's the best way to describe it. Um, so for Pokemon and Pokemon Go, um, they play the Great League, which is 1500 CP or lower. Um, Most of the time you'll see competitive Pokemon hovering about 1480 to 1499, somewhere in that range. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's not very often that a Pokemon can hit 1500 on the dot because of the way IVs and levels work. Um, Which, if you're coming from VGC, IVs are still a thing. Um, But there's only three you have to worry about. Uh, Attack, Defense, and HP. That's it.
0: So what's interesting about the IVs in this game is it's closer to like your original DVs in like Red and Blue and like r- Golden Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a zero to fifteen scale versus a zero to thirty-one scale. So you're way more likely to hit a Pokemon that's competitively viable. Um, but because there's no like method to grinding eggs like you can't breed for a competitively viable pokemon that's the part that like really catches me up from wanting to play this because like i don't i I play go very very casually yeah so like trying to grind for a competitive pokemon seems like something that is going to take so much time effort and luck that i'm concerned like, that's, that's my biggest, like, hurdle trying to learn to play this game. Because, like, I don't know where to start. I don't so, know how to get these good Pokemon.
1: So, what's great about this is the things we've learned just, like, looking at some stuff... Um, What you're focused on getting is good defensive IVs. You want really good defense and HP, and your attack IVs don't matter as much for Great League because that 1500 cap really limits what you can get, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When we get to look at some of of these builds or what these Pokemon are like for builds and things like that, you'll see... Uh, a level and then a number and then a slash and then another number, another slash and another number. What that is, is this is the level and then the IVs of each that would translate to get you to your certain CP values. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times that first number is a zero or a one or a two because that attack IV doesn't matter as much when it comes to 1500 level in great league. Yep. Um the other big thing is there's a ton of events. Pokemon Go has events going on almost constantly it feels like. It
0: feels like it's like legitimately every week
1: there's and,
0: something new going on.
1: And so what's great is if you've been playing for a long time you'll get all these events certain uh event pokemon that you get through like if you get through like the research goals task thing the box at the end of the week or whatever Uh, if you go through um, the reward pokemon you get for completing certain things those are almost always guaranteed to be at least minimum two star pokemon Mm -hmm. so it's not like every pokemon you're getting has a random chance to be zero to a 100 it's more so these event pokemon have a chance of being about a 50 percenter to about to 100 percent
0: It's still really interesting, for sure. Like, it is it is really, really interesting. Yeah. So, I um, don't know, like...
1: So, moving... It's weird, right? Like, yes. we, we go from VGC, and it's like, oh, we want perfect IVs, we need perfect this and that. We're not limited in the way that Pokemon Go Pokemon are limited. We're Correct. limited by level, because that's the way... The video game damage works is the higher level you have the better stats you'll have the more damage you'll deal and that kind of translates to pokemon go but because they're playing in a low cap format you don't have to worry about hitting the attack thresholds it's more important to be bulky that's the long it, and the short of it
0: yeah it's it's awesome it, it really is like a really interesting and uh like unique game because it uses you know the Pokemon characters we all know it uses this type matchups that we all know to an extent you know obviously minor changes here and there for immunities res- and et cetera et cetera but mm-hmm. on the whole you still have your attacks you still like each Pokemon can only have so many attacks. This time it's up to three having your fast attack and then two charged attacks. Yeah. And then like, the it just seems like the amount of effort it takes to get a Pokemon to be viable also is a lot because, you know, the, you need to grind stardust, which is by catching Pokemon, doing all this and like transferring Pokemon, I think just gives you candies. I, again, I play very, very casually. My, Base knowledge of the game is you know exactly that base knowledge mm-hmm. um but like to get these charged attacks, you need like ten thousand stardust per Pokemon, if not more, like I think it's ten 000 to a hundred thousand depending on the Pokemon and like granted like the the ones that are up at the super super high end echelon are like your legendaries. Like your box legendaries, all your restricted that aren't legal mm-hmm. because their, their CP is going to be way too high. Yeah. But it just seems, it seems like a lot of work. And like, obviously, if you're interested in playing this, you're going to put that work in.
1: It's, it's less work than you think. Right. Uh, okay. Like, there's a ton of little extra things that you can do in the game, like to help play the game. Um, I don't know if you remember way back when Pokemon Go dropped, there was the little, the little button thing you could sync to your phone to help you with that. Um, to help you catch Pokemon, because it'll just catch Pokemon for you if you press it. And it'll tell you, hey, you caught it, hey, you didn't, oh well. Um mm-hmm. they're like that's a good way to just sit there and just, as long as you have the Pokeball supply to do it, you'll grind Stardust, you'll grind candies, you'll get all that stuff regardless of what's around you. You'll just start catching everything. And that's kind of how you play the game. You just catch everything you find when you go out and you'll have your Stardust built up. There's some of these accounts that have triple digit, like hundreds and thousands, almost millions of Stardust built up in this game. Because they just catch everything. They play every day. They catch 60, 70, 80 Pokemon in a day, usually. And they'll have it all built up for what they need it to be come time to. I have a really good Pokemon. Now I can put a little bit of time into making sure that it's ready to go for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's cool. It's really cool. I'm excited. <laughs>
1: We got him on board. Now we can start explaining how the little mechanics work, and then we can lose him again. That's how this is going to work Yep, do your thing. So, the big battling mechanics for Pokemon Go um, are your fast attacks, which you've mentioned, your charge attacks, which you could have up to two of on your Pokemon. Um, There's shields, and then there's the switch mechanic, the swapping mechanic. Mm -hmm. Um, Fast attacks are your it's the meme, right? Tap, 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 That's what we're all used to seeing and hearing. Just... And and what, the way this works is certain moves, certain fast attacks are really, really good. Certain fast attacks are very, very bad. And that kind of determines what's considered a good Pokemon and what's considered a bad Pokemon
0: mm-hmm.
1: is their access to fast attacks. Um, there's certain fast attacks that take literal half seconds there's certain fast attacks that take a little bit longer now granted the trade-off of that is is you'll gain energy faster but with the way pokemon go works the half a second taps usually will outpace the longer slower fast attacks and so what you'll see is pokemon that have really good fast attacks are what is played more often, regardless of typing stats and things like that. Does that make sense? Do you follow that so far?
0: So far, yes. So far, I I am following you. Did I lose you again? Carter. Hello.
1: Bueller. Carl. I can't hear you, Carl. There you are.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm following so far.
1: Okay, cool. The next thing up is charge attacks. Um, like you said, you can have two on a Pokemon. You pay Stardust to get this stuff, and then you can change them with TMs and whatnot. Um, certain Pokemon have really good coverage. Certain Pokemon have really good stab. Um, the balance is usually either you run two really good coverage moves, one of which is Stab, or you'll run a really good fast move, a fast charge move, and a really good slow charge move, and kind of use this switching mechanic to kind of build energy back and forth, and try to keep that Pokemon healthy so you can get off the very powerful slow slow build moves, um, think things like Earthquake, Hydro Pump, the big 120, 100 base power moves that we see in VGC, they have this slower charge rate compared to Poison Fang or yep. Rock Slide or things like that that aren't normally as much damage, but are still viable moves because they're going to be used more often. Um... To counteract how strong charge attacks are, there's the shield. Each player gets two shields in a match. um, Which you can use those against any charge attack to nullify the damage 100% of the time. It's essentially protect.
0: Correct. You you get two shields total in the match.
1: Yes. You have two shields to split among your three Pokemon. Uh, Depending on how fast or slow the game goes, there could be a bunch of charge attacks. There could be 10 charge attacks, 30 charge attacks, it doesn't matter, but you only get two shields no matter what. There's no way to earn more shields for that match. When they're gone, they're gone. And so the whole game, uh, it's a game of cat and mouse essentially on trying to get your opponents to bite on certain moves to use their shields. Um, One of the cool things having the two two charge attacks is after game one if you've shown them both what they are you can maybe bait a protect shield if both the moves have a similar charge rate. Mm -hmm. And instead of maybe getting them to bite on a move that wasn't going to do as much damage to them uh, and then oh I can build this back up, get the super effective move because you used your last shield. Now I'm going to get you. And it becomes that cool push and pull and kind of trying to bait things out out of your opponent to make them use resources that are very limited. Okay. The last big mechanic you need to know about Pokemon Go is how swaps work. So for those that come from VGC, you can switch your Pokemon on your turn uh, as long as it's not already on the battlefield or selected to switch for another pokemon in the case of doubles um in Pokemon go since it's all singles you can swap to anything else you have picked behind you it's a picks it's a bring six pick three format just like standard standard singles would be uh, however because it's a timer based thing once you swap that pokemon is locked in for 30 seconds so there's no switching around pivoting a million times trying to get into a good spot you kind of have to hope that you can either bait your opponent into a switch and then switch yourself into a good matchup uh, lead with something that doesn't really care about what your opponent switches into or maybe kind of sacrifice a pokemon to get a good switch later on
0: Yes, Sex. the the switching in this game is also, like, is intriguing. The The fact that, like, by swapping out immediately in a bad matchup, you allow your opponent to then, like, counter-switch to lock into a good matchup again. Yeah. So, if like, they it, brought it's, that Pokemon. Correct, correct. Like, you know, because this is a, uh, like you said, bring, uh, bring six, pick three. Yeah. it's really interesting to think of, you know, just like, again, you have your type matchups and everything else. And it's just like, okay, um, well, this one is good into these two. So like, you know, a third of their, their team, I have like coverage for on this single Pokemon. just like, you know, the, the permutation, same things that you do in VGC, right? Yeah. Like exact, exact same thing to some extent. Um, But that counterplay of, all right, well, I'm now stuck in. I hope this goes well for me is really interesting.
1: Yeah. And that leads back to your charge attacks. Having certain coverage moves as charge attacks can be beneficial because if you can bait them into thinking they have a good matchup and then you whip out. Lickitung is a great example for this. Lickitung has access to power whip in Pokemon Go and it's fairly easy to get charged up because you have Lick as a move as a fast attack and that's a pretty quick move and that'll charge up pretty quickly and so when you have Power Whip there you can probably bait in say Galarian Stunfisk is a very good example here because Galarian Stunfisk is the best Pokemon in Pokemon Go and we'll talk about that here in a second Uh, but because Body Slam from Lickitung would normally be a resisted hit Having that mm-hmm. power whip be a neutral hit into Glarian Stunfisk is really, really good. Mm-hmm. That means that if you have a shields, more shields than your opponent, your Lickitung could beat your Glarian st- put beat that Glarian Stunfisk, freeing up more slots for your team to come in and beat those other Pokemon behind it. Okay, you have a good grasp on the mechanics now. Do you have any questions? I might be able—I might be able to answer them. So far, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's good. This is
0: this is where I wish I had like a an actual like one hundred percent expert in this. But continue.
1: Um, so I mentioned I've I know i mentioned this card a million times. for getting set up. Pokemon Go is all about timing. It's all about managing your cooldowns, managing your charge attacks, managing all these little tiny timing things. I would say it's probably the fifth mechanic you need to get used to handling. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like how we memorize like damage calcs and speed calcs and things like that. Pokemon Go players have to really be in tune to how many attacks have they gotten off? How close are they to their next charge attack? what charge attacks do they have? You have to remember all of these little things in the span of about three minutes. That's Uh the thing is a Pokemon go match. Normally doesn't last longer than a few minutes. Yeah. VGC lasts very interesting 15. And even then sometimes things could get lost. So imagine trying to remember everything you just saw in a two minute window very, very quickly. This is, this is where Pokemon Go players shine. It's that burst of... I, I know this. I've played against this a bunch of times. Yeah. I know how many attacks I can take before I go down. Like, practice goes more into Pokemon Go, I think, than any other competitive Pokemon game. Because it's all about knowing timings, knowing damage, knowing all these little tiny things so you can min-max your resources and utilize everything effectively
0: also their damage calculator that they have is absurd it yeah. is it is genuinely absurd it's like, like I'm, I'm assuming you're going to put these links down in the show notes
1: yeah Pokey um, uh, PvP and uh, Sylph.gg will both be linked down below those are the big resources we're using today um they are they're great resources for new players looking to get into the game. Um PV Pokey is a really good tool if you're looking to see like what's popular and what's good. Um it'll tell you like this is kind of where these team these Pokémon like these are the teammates you see a lot of the time with this Pokémon. These are what it beats, this is what it loses to, this is the moves it runs. It's got a whole ton of information on there. Definitely go check that one out if you're interested in playing. Um, sylph.gg hosts their own little like cup circuit for like the in-betweens between regionals and things like that. So if you're looking for getting good practice in, that's another thing you can do. Um, and I'm sure there's other sources out there that you can go and just Google Pokemon Go PvP and it'll bring it up. So back to this damage calculator.
0: It's absurd! It's so cool! So, it does, based on your attack, like your fast attack's time, it does the damage calcs over that same amount of time. Like, so, uh, like you said, your your fast attacks are anywhere from like half a second to one and a half seconds.
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: Uh, you know, just like general idea. So, if you're attacking once a second, and your opponent's attacking at twice that speed, they're going to potentially do more damage over time. Correct. But the downside of that is their damage is less per attack. Yep. That's the trade-off. So even though they're getting in more attacks, they're doing less damage. The upside to that is they're charging more energy, which then allows you to do your like more powerful charged attacks more often. Yep. This this is why like you were talking about Registeel is really really good because you you aren't doing damage with lock on as you dam- like your your fast attack but you're also attacking every half a second. Yeah. So you're getting your your uh charge your your energy absurdly fast.
1: And we'll talk about more depth on how the moves and things like that like what why pokemon are good and things like that. I, I've literally spent the entire morning watching Baltimore and I got to hear all these fun little mechanic tidbits and things like that and they explained it really, really well and so I'm kind of just taking that information I got there reading what I got from these resources and kind of just applying it all together because I'm good at that and I can regurgitate it to Carter to kind of just like hype it up. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, so... You were talking about the calculator um i i believe it like it'll help you out like it'll tell you your win loss like if they have a certain number of shields as well mm-hmm. um if they have certain charge attacks and things like that it's it's a really cool tool there's a lot of little nuanced things and it's much more reliable than like peak analytics calculator that like doesn't want to work half the time correct <laughs> i just wish someone would make a damage calculator that wasn't all buggy all the time. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just make a damage calculator for BGC. And... That's
0: that's above my pay grade, man. That is so far above my pay grade; it's not even funny.
1: <laughs> that implies we're getting paid.
0: Okay, let me rephrase it. That's above my like knowledge, like knowledge <laughs> pool. Um, so I'm gonna leave that one for you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good.
1: Um, so moving away from how the mechanics work and what they are to how to become really good at the game, it's literally just mastering certain mechanics, right? Mm. Um the big things you really want to make sure is like making sure you're really good at your energy management, knowing when to use certain charge moves is good. Knowing when to, when you can afford to get extra energy stored is really good. That's Mm -hmm. the thing you'll see a lot of in the pro level is they may hit that charge point immediately, but if they're in a safe enough position or they know that they can get away with it, they'll do a couple extra attacks more just to get more energy on this weakened target um
0: yeah because you might as well right
1: yeah exactly you might as well take advantage with it yeah of your good position now the downside is is if you mistime that and they have their charge attack ready to go you might catch yourself in a little bit of trouble Mm -hmm. and so that's where the timing thing comes in is knowing what your opponent is doing as well while you're doing that is really really key um Again, shield usage is a really big thing because a really well-timed shield usage means that you could swing the whole momentum of the game back into your favor. Um, if you know you can take a charge attack from your opponent, might as well just take it and not use the shield. If you can save the shields for your sweeper that's hiding in the back, your Shadow swamperts, your Shadow Knight of Queens, your Registeel or whatever, save them for that. And eventually you'll whittle down the rest of their Pokemon and then Registeel will come in and just clean house. Yep. Um, you'll see this a lot on teams too, is the whole switching thing. Uh, I remembered uh, seeing this really cool play today. Uh, so both opponents have Galarian Stunfisk and one of the opponents has Altaria left. And so okay, the Galarian Stunfisk that I was seeing... Had charged earthquake and rock slide all the way up, the opponent's uh was really really low. Could have went down to any could have went down to earthquake, uh, but would have been able to take a rock slide. And so, when the opponent switched the galarian had switched the galarian Stunfisk in after a ko, um, they immediately swapped it out into their altaria to eat and bait in that earthquake, mm-hmm. and it swung the entire momentum of the game. Altaria got to come in. It got to use um, Sky Attack on the opposing Galarian Stunfisk, weaken it down even more. And then, when Altaria eventually went down to Rock Slides, the other Stunfisk came out healthier than theirs and was able to clean it up with one well-timed Rock Slide. It it all happened in the matter of like 30 seconds, but it was such a huge swing in momentum. That it was just the hypest moment on the in the entire game.
0: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's just like, oh, oh, you're really far ahead now. Oh. Yeah,
1: like oh, you were behind. Oh wait, now now I've just wasted an entire however many seconds of, uh, uh, for this earthquake to do, twenty five percent damage to Alteria. Like, and that and that's the next thing is like learning how to safe switch. Knowing when you can switch in and knowing how to min-max that cooldown timer. Um, Knowing when it's appropriate to just sacrifice something Mm -hmm. and not worry about it and save your switch to get lined up the way you want. Because if they switched and you're already low, just... There's no point in switching there, right? A lot of the yeah, times just you'll the, just let it go down. Death.
0: It's fine. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's important to switch that low health Pokemon out and keep it for something else in the back. If that Pokemon has energy on it, it could switch out immediately and charge attack. There's no cooldown <laughs> for that anymore. And so they'll be able to... That well, If they're able to keep that low HP Pokemon for a later date, that's also a good strategy. And so it's a lot of just min-maxing that stuff. There's just so many little things that you need to look at in this game. And it's, it's it's insane.
0: Very technical.
1: Like BGC in Sword and Shield in the Sword and Shield format has always been like, flip the really big Dynamax button, hit the really super effective move, blow things up, move on. That's not the case in Go. That's not how Go works is a lot of hitting things for neutral or resisted hits trying to tank as much damage as you can and eventually get into a good position where you can win the game
0: yeah this is interesting I really like this again if it the the biggest hurdle for me is trying to get competitive Pokemon
1: so and because
0: there's no No breeding, no ginning, no nothing like that. It just seems like such a huge hurdle.
1: If you can find people who have stuff, maybe they have extras.
0: That Um, that also is very true.
1: Trading is a very, very prominent thing in Pokemon Go. So you might be able to find people who are into the competitive scene and get a competitive Pokemon Mm. team. You could also just play with what you have for now until an event rolls around where you can get shadow swampert or that's get true.
0: that's this very true as well.
1: whatever pokemon you need to maybe fill a role and then you can do better with that uh one of the cool things about pokemon go is while there is a a meta to speak of it's very much more so like like a tcg meta more so than like a bgc meta if that makes sense mm-hmm. um For those that may not understand the reference here, Carter and I both come from Magic. We know what a TCG meta does. It's very fluid. It changes very rapidly. This beats that, but that beats this one, and this one beats that one. So it makes this weird interlooped cycle. Whereas VGC is kind of more standardized when it comes to, well, this is what's good right now. Because this is hard to deal with, and this is good into multiple things. That's not the case for Pokemon Go.
0: The Yeah, I was going to say, the thing about it is, like, with, like, Paper Magic, there's this constant, like, ebb and flow of, okay, this one last weekend, that means that, like, this is going to have a target on its head, so people are going to be prepared for this, so, like, what now is the best thing to play, because this is going to have a target on its head. Oh no, look at that. This now, won, you know, deck C now won. So that means deck A is now favored in this matchup. And so as a result, deck B is going to be the deck to play because it beats up A, which is going to be popular because it beats up C.
1: Exactly. Whereas. <laughs> did, did that
0: make any sense whatsoever? Yes, it
1: actually did. Like, as someone who's used to do that <laughs> stuff, it did. Uh, comparing that to like BGC, it's like, oh, C and Kyogre is really good. I can just swap parts around it to make this duo really strong. And and that's what VGC is. VGC is about finding certain cores and kind of just building around them. Mm-hmm. Those cores are going to be good, or at least average, into everything if they are a strong core. There's so much variance in Pokemon VGC that it's hard to pick a best team all the time. But there's definitely like set in stone strategies that always are going to work a lot of the time. Pokemon Go is closer to that TCG meta where, oh, Altaria is good at this event was did really well at this event. Well, I'm gonna pack my ice types next time. Yep. Like, like, what are you gonna do about that? Just not bring Altaria? Well, then Altaria's gone from the meta and it's no longer a thing. You don't exactly. see that in VGC. It's like, oh, Kyogre got beat by Reggie Eliki. I'm not gonna put Kyogre away. <laughs>
0: Correct.
1: Like that's not that's not how this works. Kyogre's still going to be a prominent threat in the format. Whereas, if something rises in popularity in Pokemon Go to beat something, you see it drop off faster than in VGC would. Um. The other big thing about finding out what's good in Pokemon Go, since there's no abilities and no real like hard like speed stats to worry about. Typing is more important than ever. Yes, that That's is why that
0: is huge. Looking at things that are very good in this, you have Galarian Stunfisk is like the most played and best Pokemon in this because Steel Ground is a very good type. Yep, Steel is a good type offensively. Is a good type defensively.
1: Yep, uh Steel removes a lot of Ground's weaknesses. Like, naturally, um, ground gives you the coverage to beat most of Steel's issues it has. Um, Normally, you'd be immune to electric and poison, but that's not really an issue here. Um, But, like, having Steel ground be your typing, you have very decent bulk for a Pokemon in Pokemon Go. And the fact that you have very good coverage moves in Rock Slide Earthquake means that Stunfisk is like this perfect Pokemon for Go, but is terrible in VGC because it doesn't do anything. Right? Yep. And it's so yep. cool seeing that the the typing means more in Go than anything else. It means that certain Pokemon are just really, really strong. Right? Yep, Water ground is a very strong typing in VGC. Translate that to Pokemon Go. There's one thing that hits it super effectively, and that's uh, grass. And you can easily just slap an ice type move on your water type, and that's no longer a problem.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly.
1: Like, that's uh, that's what's great about, uh, like, Azumarill, water fairy. Very good typing, very strong offensive and defensive typing. Uh, gets to run ice beam and play rough, and whatever fast attacks I think it's, I think it's bubble is the fast attack for Azumarill. So you that literally great, have yes. triple coverage across the board in certain ways. And it's like a lot of what Pokemon go is doing like battle wise is you're looking for neutral hits. Mm-hmm. You're not looking for the super effective punch them down matchup. You're looking for how do I deal the best amount of damage against what my opponent can do? while not taking them making them be resisted hits essentially. Yep. Um looking at the nice little silp.gg article here, uh, Altaria is one of the best dragon types in the game. <laughs> Which is
0: like I don't know if that says a lot about like the quality of the um like the quality of the dragons in this format or if it's like because Altaria is just really good. It's like... the
1: CP restrictions, right? Yeah. You got to think about that. So going from a, like a base Pokemon to stage one, that's not a huge CP jump most of the time. You're going from Swablu to Altaria. That's that's mm. going to stay within the realm of 1500. If you're going from Dratini to Dragonair to Dragonite, it can be really hard to find a Dragonite that's under that 1500 capstone.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: Uh, that being said there are Dragonite and Shadow Dragonite that are played that are still really good. They're just not as optimal as uh Altaria is. Yep,
0: exactly. Exactly.
1: I was reading this other one too. Medicham's the best fighting type pokemon in the game. I know I told you that one. Like Medicham's the best which, the best fighting type pokemon to awesome. go.
0: Which is I so cool.
1: <laughs> um I was listen when I was listening to the Baltimore Regionals thing, it was um Fighting types that resist fighting are going to be better than pure fighting types. That's literally what it came down to. That
0: makes sense, right? Because, like, fighting hits the steel types, which are very good. Yep. But, like, as a result, you don't also want to be weak to fighting. So having that resistance so that you're not, like... The fact that you're taking a resisted hit means that you're not doubling up on, like, a neutral hit or a weakness. Yep. Which is very important. Like again, that's just like good team building, right?
1: Exactly. Um, they were talking about Buzzwole specifically going into this being a decent, like a decent Pokemon mm-hmm. because Buzzwole has the best Bug type attack in Lunge. It has access to Superpower. Um, the fact that yes, you're weak to Flying, but you you know what's going to have Flying moves most of the time, mm-hmm. and you can kind of play around that a little bit, especially in a singles format. And so Buzzwool is looking to be one of the better fighting types when we get to that point where Buzzwool is allowed.
0: Which that should be relatively soon, it right? It should
1: be soon, yes. I'm not sure if it was allowed for this regionals, but Buzzwole, uh was added in at the tail end of the season of whatever. Not mm-hmm. the season of lights, the one whatever whatever one we just got through, right? I don't know. I don't remember. Sure,
0: You might as well be speaking Spanish. That's how little I just <laughs> understood.
1: Um, but the other big thing you need to know about, like, when you go to pick Pokemon is finding those really bulky defensive Pokemon. I mm-hmm. saw a Jump Bluff on screen today. <laughs> Did you know Jump Bluff's a playable Pokemon in Pokemon Go? I Sure, man. Did you know Grass Flying's a decent type? <laughs>
0: today I learned
1: Um, when there's no ice types running around those flying types that have that big weakness to ice, the grass flying, the dragon flying, they get to do really good work because there's so much ground coverage in the format Um,
0: that's insane
1: Sableye is a very good Pokemon in this game because Dark Ghost is really good and in Pokemon Go it has amazing bulk yeah, that's the coolest thing about this, it's just like Oh, you're bulky as a Sableye. You get to play Foul Play, and I guess because they play Purified Sableye, they play Return. Okay. Um, I think that's just because Return's going to deal a lot of damage. Because it's whatever, it's Return. Yeah,
0: like, it's it's good damage. Ship it. Why not? Makes um, sense to me.
1: And so... Like, you don't even have to play with what's good according to the charts. As long as you find bulky Pokemon that cover these certain types that mm-hmm. have access to these fast attacks, so you're not, like, playing three steps behind everybody, you could still mm-hmm. be competitive at these events.
0: Which is super cool.
1: Yeah. Like, like if, you're, if
0: you're playing something that's less optimized, but still, you know, like, oh, no, you don't have perfect IVs on your Stunfisk. Oh, well, like, it's still Stunfisk. It's still going to be able to do everything it needs to. It just may take one less hit.
1: Like, looking through uh, PvPokey.com, like, the rankings in here's it's like, they all have these scores over on the side. I think anything that's, like, 85 or above is probably completely viable to play with.
0: Yeah, probably. That makes sense.
1: And that's 80-plus Pokémon. That's mm-hmm. eighty Pokemon viable in a format of singles and things like that.
0: Yeah, that seems awesome. Um,
1: like,
0: imagine, imagine if VGC had that many like viable Pokemon.
1: Imagine, right? Like, you let, literally can't. You can't fit. You can't ever fit that many. its, it's too hard. <sighs> I think that's a good transition to talking about <laughs> what's currently good. Okay. Um we talked about Stunfisk a ton here, uh, specifically the Galarian version. Um the number 2 Pokemon right behind it is Trevenant. Another VGC Pokemon we just haven't seen or heard from in a very long time. Okay. Uh Ghost Grass, very good typing. Very good typing. Um has access to Shadow Claw and Seed Bomb and Shadow Ball. Um Really good into opposing Stunfisk, so it's like, it's your Stunfisk counter, essentially. If you don't have a, uh, if you're not playing Swampert, you're probably playing Trevenant to beat an opposing Stunfisk.
0: It also technically can run, like, Foul Play, um which, like, is just, like, good coverage, which yeah. is fine. Um Man, this is cool. Isn't this cool? This, this website is very, very, like innovative, and, like, it, it's super interesting.
1: Yeah. Um Before we get much farther into explaining these Pokemon, I want to talk about what Shadow Pokemon versus regular Pokemon do. Please. Because we will talk about Shadow Swampert and Shadow Queen for sure in this little What's Good seg- segment. Um Shadow Pokemon deal more damage than their regular counterparts. The trade-off but, is... Of course-
0: yeah, there's always a, a trade-off here. Right? The trade-off
1: is is they take more damage than regular Pokemon, than the regular Pokemon would. So you're yep. trading your stats essentially to be more offensive than the normal version of that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They essentially, if I remember correctly, it's like twenty something percent boost to attack, but then twenty percent decrement to your defense. I think that's what it is. I don't remember. I didn't look it up, but like for a while there, Shadow Swampert was the best, one of the best Pokemon to play in Pokemon Go, because you only had one weakness in grass. There was almost zero grass type actual Pokemon running around mm-hmm. to put to punish you for it um you got to run hydro cannon which is a very powerful water type move you have oh, access yeah, just to earthquake damage um you get to run the fast attack mud shot which is a very fast charge attack and it's really just it's ground coverage so swampert was really really good it's still really really good it's top five it's got regular at number four and shadow at number five so if you don't have a shadow swampert just play regular it's swampert
0: just fine yeah
1: <laughs> it's not it's like you're still missing just out. good
0: enough. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, Altaria has been like One of the best Pokemon at Baltimore this weekend And it's number 7 on this list How um, much of
0: Baltimore Have you been watching?
1: I got to watch the first 5 hours
0: So like a very good chunk I got to watch got a good it. chunk of it Okay
1: Um, And I pretty much got to watch All of group A, group B I missed a chunk of group C At the, like, the very tail end But then picked it up mm. at the beginning of group D and okay. they so the way Pokemon Go works is their players are swapped, are positioned into groups and they play around Robin, I mm-hmm. think, to determine who moves on to, to the top to the top cut bracket. And then the bracket is a double elimination bracket all the way through. OK,
0: that's really cool.
1: Um, if you win all the way through, you're going like through winners finals and you go up against that person as a losers finals champion. You have to win two sets. Overcome it so essentially, it makes sense. So, there's a lot of Pokemon that get played that gets played in Pokemon Go. Let me tell you that right now. Um, Pokemon like Scrafty and Metacham are really good fighting types. Um, Diggersby and Lickitung are very good normal type Pokemon. Uh, I don't know where this Bastiodon's coming from at number six here. I did not see a single Bastiodon. I'm kind of sad.
0: Okay. Um. Sure.
1: Because it's really cool because it has Flamethrower as a coverage move.
0: Oh, that's actually super sick. Isn't I didn't that know cool? That.
1: So you get to run like Stone Edge Flamethrower and then Smackdown. Or you could run uh, Flash Cannon Flamethrower with Smackdown depending on how you want to play your Pokemon. Um, It's really cool. And it's one of those Pokemon that's just like really good on the defensive end because its defensive stats are just really good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I agree.
1: And so... It just adds into the flavor of pick the good, bulky, defensive Pokemon to play your games.
0: (laughs) Yep, exactly.
1: Um, Another Pokemon that I've seen a lot at Baltimore that I think is picking up in popularity is Alolan Ninetales.
0: Okay, what is, what is it doing that's good here?
1: So, it's one of the only fairy types that's reliable in the game that also has ice coverage for certain things.
0: Yeah, um, I think you had mentioned it earlier that Walrein used to be like Top dog and is no longer top dog. Yep, because it had a nerf to one of its moves.
1: One of the moves is charge rate went from thirty five to forty, and that was enough to push Walrein kind of down the ladder a little bit because it just wasn't as great to do, um, especially with the rise of like Sableye being good. Uh, not Charm Ninetales does a lot into Sableye, mm-hmm. and then you also just happen to have Psy Shock and Weather Ball as Your coverage moves and can deal damage to pretty much everything sitting across from you outside of specifically like Galarian Stunfisk.
0: Okay, I mean, it, again, sure makes sense.
1: Um, there's other fairies that are good, Grambles, decent, um, like. Cl- Cresselia has access, I think, to Moonblast, so that's fairy coverage you can play if you want to. Uh, they recently buffed Fairy Wind to put it on more Pokemon, so that's something you can look into if that's something you're interested in and not playing a fairy type but want fairy coverage. Um, I forgot Sneasler was even in Pokemon Go.
0: I... Genuinely did not even know it was. Yeah. So that is news to me. It's
1: number 28. <laughs> I'm just like looking through. I'm like, I found Cresselia. I found Sableye. And then I read Sneasler as Sneasel. And I'm like, why is this regular Sneasel so good? It's not Sneasel. It's Sneasler. Uh, being that poison fighting type, it fits back into the whole fighting types that resist fighting. Uh-huh. Cliche. Um. So, you get to play Shadow Claw, which is good coverage mm-hmm. in general. It lets you hit the psychic types with a fast move. Since you're four times weak to psychic. Which is cool. Um cool. You also get to play like, Aerial Ace's coverage. So, that's really cool. It lets you hit opposing fighting types super effectively with something. Um, and then you just have Stab Close Combat. You don't really even need the poison coverage. Because it's poison, no one cares. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, like, sure, whatever. Yeah,
1: but, like, between Shadow Claw, Coast Combat, and, like, X-Scissor Aerial Ace, you're covering Mm -hmm. a good chunk of the format, probably.
0: Which is just good enough, yeah. Yep. You may not have perfect coverage, but what coverage you do have is very good.
1: Exactly, and that's what the rest of the team is for, right? Exactly. it, It means a whole lot more to say that. In Pokemon Go, I feel like than it does in VGC. It's like you just like, oh, we'll just slap whatever on to cover for its weakness. And that mm-hmm. usually never works that way. That's just bad team no. building. In Pokemon Go, that fits perfectly. It's a hundred percent okay. Your thing.
0: It'll sure. be alright.
1: Um I know there's a few types that don't see play specifically because certain things are good. Uh electric is nowhere to really be seen. Yeah, which is just-
0: it makes sense when you think about it because, like the the types that Electric isn't strong into are the top Pokemon. Yeah, like it makes perfect sense.
1: Like Galarian Stunfisk, yep. you're not hitting that with Electric type move. No, Trevenant. No,
0: you're not coming close to beating that thing up.
1: Like Trevenant, you don't want to hit that with Electric type move. Registeel, no. same thing. Like you, your your Electric type coverage doesn't mean a whole lot overall when the top five Pokemon don't care about your electric type.
0: I'm wondering, is it possible to look for like electric Pokemon on here?
1: It is. You just type in electric.
0: There we go. OK, yeah, so your highest rated is Lantern, but mainly because you're using it for its water typing, I'm assuming. Yes,
1: Uh, Lantern recently got access to Surf, which is huge for Lantern. Yeah,
0: that's really, really big. Um. So, looking at that, like benchmark of you know anything above like eighty is like considered good, right?
1: Yeah, I would 80. consider that good.
0: Anything above like eighty that gives you access to, uh, you know, some pretty decent Pokemon. All all things considered, here. Yeah. Um. Raikou, Electivire. Well, you don't get Suien, Electrode.
1: Yeah. That was like,
0: again. Forgot forgot that one's even legal. Um, MagnaZone, you have Zapdos down here, uh, yeah, like, there's there's some really, really cool Pokemon, you have Pachirisu, big Pachirisu.
1: yeah, the XL Candy me, Pachirisu. yeah.
0: You're telling me I can play Pachirisu and have it become a world champion, Carl? I'm in.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't even remember what one Pokemon Go world, so let me look that up real quick.
0: Yeah, let's 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 see let's here. See.
1: I I watched the like the PVP um replay, recap thing, but I don't remember the team at all. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh the the winning team from Worlds consisted of Metacham, lickitung, Shadow Venusaur, Shadow Swampert Alolan Nine Tails, Galarian Stunfisk.
0: And then it looks like second place here was Registeel Galarian Stunfisk. That's seniors. Stunfisk.
1: That's the seniors' champion Oh, is that
0: senior? Is uh, that senior winners? That's okay. seniors'
1: winner. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, still like uh, Registeel Galarian Stunfisk, Araquanid, Swampert, Trevenant, and Alolan Nine Tails.
1: Yeah. So, so you like... can see how things were starting to transition, mm-hmm. and where we're at now. Like, Swampert's still really, really good. Galarian Stunfisk isn't going anywhere. I feel like all you really need is just like, if you have a good Galarian Stunfisk, like, you can just slap five of the Pokemon on your team to fill in type coverage things, and you're good to go. (laughs)
0: Yeah, like, Stunfisk, Alolan, Ninetales, ship it. Oh, and Swampert. Swampert technically was in both winning teams as well. Um, Like, there's your your core. Everything else is just great. You can literally, like, need a good Grass type. Yep. Um
1: a good water go. type. <laughs> uh so like yeah. my, my, my go to team, I think if I were building one for right now, I think I would play specifically Altaria, uh Galarian Stunfisk, Swampert, And or Trevenant. Um maybe a zoomarill. And then probably just whatever like lick a tongue and then fighting type that I want to play. I think that's like the the six i would bring kind of thing. After yeah, doing I, all this I don't research. know.
0: Um, let's see. If we go back here and we do this. Like stunfisk is really good. Um is it possible to like build a team? Yeah, team builder. Cool. Yeah. This website's really cool. Um, so let's see. Is it you... Stunfisk. We add that. All right, rate my team. It's perfect. <laughs> um, is it really? No, my coverage is an F because I only have one Pokemon.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: but like, dude, this website's super cool. You're just able to be like, all right, you're you're you know, based on the the top performing Pokemon right now, you have these that you automatically, like, you win these matchups. Um, these are close. This is, like, these are really close matchups. This is a matchup you just always lose. Like, this is super cool. Yeah. This website's so cool. Like... Obviously, we don't have anything like this for, for VGC because, well, it it comes down to way more than just stuff like that.
1: Exactly, right? Like, it comes down to more than just put these Pokemon on your team and call mm. it a day kind of thing. Um,
0: yeah, this is super, super cool. Mini
1: I, I'm currently... I built the team, and I'm currently generating a, re- a rate.
0: Yep, I, I also am. I have currently four Pokemon picked out.
1: I have below... I have very average bulk. I need to pick bulkier Pokemon. Got it.
0: Uh, Let's see. Let's add a Nene Tails in. I mean, a, uh, a Nido Queen in here. Uh, add some decent bulk, I'm sure. probably need... Fire is not particularly good here. Um, what is safety? The team has only somewhat safe matchups. Maybe limited safe switch options, or you struggle against switch advantage. Consider alternatives with good bulk or coverage to provide more flexibility.
1: My coverage and my consistency are both A. My safety is B. My bulk is C.
0: Uh, see, I'm currently sitting at two Bs and two Cs. Ah. But I also still have like one Pokemon, so like. I don't know. Let's slap on...
1: This is cool. <laughs>
0: this is really cool. I can cool. sit here and
1: play with this all day. I need to put this away.
0: <laughs> let's, let's look at Shadow Among Us. What does that do? Anything?
1: No. Maybe not. I don't know.
0: Rate team. Among Us has to be good. It didn't change anything. <laughs> Dude, Among Us is actually kind of hot. Isn't it? Yeah, like, you have... Almost like you have an auto win against MetaCham mm-hmm. and Mandabuzz mm-hmm. and Wall Rain. You're positive against like everything else in the top like what twenty here or whatever that this is going off of. Yeah. Except for Diggersby, which is close, Lantern, which is close, and Cresselia, which is close. Neat. Like, why aren't people playing this? This is sick.
1: Uh it might have to do with the fact that MetaCham is a thing. No, you
0: beat Metacham.
1: Eh, not, not, according to this, you do. Not always. Let me tell you, there's a lot more than just comes down to saying it type charts and things like that.
0: That's, that's very true. Again, I don't, I don't know.
1: Uh, Metacham's usually saved in the back to be the end to kind of clean up. Uh, Metacham's usually carry Ice Punch and Psychic as their coverage moves and usually has like a fighting type uh, fast attack
0: see i'm weak to fire flying crown ice psychic and water <laughs> i don't think i need a moongus and buzzwool I, I think probably not because uh, that adds like extra fire weaknesses extra flying weaknesses i'll tell you for
1: free fires not a very popular type
0: that's also true um adds in you know another flying weakness I need more steel types. Let's let's drop buzzwool for Zone and see what happens.
1: Let's change a fire type weakness for a fire ground weakness. Got
0: it. <laughs> Look. Yeah, but it also helps me against flying types. There's, there's a madness to my method, Carl.
1: Just play stunfisk. I already have it. Then you don't need Zone.
0: It didn't change anything.
1: I didn't think it would.
0: <laughs> my rating says you still suck. Good to know. Uh it says I'm now weak to fire, ground, and water, and I think I'm okay with like those as a weakness.
1: I, I would I would not be okay with being really weak to water and ground. They those are very easily just like. Oh yeah, best. yeah,
0: yeah. I guess you're right. I like I just auto-lose like Swampert Yeah,
1: the Swampert just comes Shadow Swampert comes in, hits you with Earthquake or Hydro Cannon twice and just blows you up.
0: So I need to drop Nidoqueen, because that's a common weakness of both of them. For something that resists ground and water, Altaria. Yeah, that probably will do it. <laughs> Doing its thing. Did it help? My my ratings are still the same. Um, I am now overall weak to fire, ground, and ice. I guess having two ground type you know weaknesses is like. Between Stunfisk and Magnet Zone, but I think having double Steel is good. Like Fire is not a very common typing, and I have a to help deal with Swamperts.
1: You could probably play Trevenant do in that slot instead.
0: Yeah, probably. That would probably actually be the correct answer. But I get you to, want to play with to Amoongus?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I get to play with Shadow Amoongus, Carl. I know, I know, bud.
1: <laughs> See, Pokemon Go isn't as bad as you thought it would be.
0: It's really weird.
1: Weird doesn't mean bad.
0: Correct. Correct. And like, the, I've done battles and stuff on, like, I've done like the Great League battles and stuff on there. It's really cool, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, also just like, yeah, these are the Pokemon I have. Let's see how many are good. None.
1: Got yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's kind of what you have to start with. You have to start with what you've got and then True. as you as you get into it and get into more of it, you might be able to find somebody who's got an extra Stunfisk or an extra Shadow Swampert or an extra something you're looking for and then trade it with them and get that Pokemon and you'll be able to do all the great Pokemon Go stuff you want.
0: Um, Let's see. Can I search my Great League? Is that an option? I its is, it is not. So let's just do no search how do I sort by CP there we go I'm about to
1: say to sort by CP
0: so we go to that 1500 magical number
1: yep what you got
0: um my closest to 1500 I have are Lopunny Flareon P2 Breloom Camerupt Wailord
1: The Braylum's kind of cool.
0: That does not seem like a very powerful team.
1: (laughs) No, probably not.
0: I also have a Fortress that's close. I have a Shiny Grodel. I have a Beedrill. You said Beedrill's good.
1: Yeah, there was a time where Beedrill with Drill Run was running rampant through people.
0: Is Deoxys good? Can I play
1: Deoxys? Uh, Deoxys Defense is actually a decent Pokemon.
0: Mine's normal.
1: Womp womp.
0: Uh, what about Victini?
1: I'm not sure if Victini is on the list. I didn't see it.
0: Let's find out together. Because mine's less than uh 1500. That means it has to be good. Maybe. Let's see. Search. Victini is at 121. It's it's above an 80. There it's you at go. 83. There you go. Um what does mine have? What does my EVs look like?
1: Not very good. Actually yes. if it's if it's a Victini, it should be at minimum, I think, a two star.
0: Mine's a three star. Yeah. Um I need ten, fifteen, thirty. Uh I have fifty I have maxed out defense. This is like actually kind of a playable Victini, in all actuality. Oh, well, there you go. My my attack is a little high, but just, there we go.
1: Just it, so those are just the optimal numbers. If you can get it to just below fifteen hundred with whatever IVs you have, that is also fine.
0: Let's see if I power
1: up. Uh,
0: closest I can get it is. 1476.
1: That's well within the range of viable for Great League.
0: Yeah, probably. Let's see. According to this optimal optimal is 1499. So, I'm a few points off. My attacks a little high, but that's With fun. your
1: attack being that high, uh you probably yeah, my, wouldn't my be able to get like, there.
0: My attack's like 13. Um and my defense is like 14. So, like it's I mean, uh, my HP is, like, 14. It's fine. It's, so, like, it's fine. Um, did we did we mention, like, how leveling up and stuff works in this?
1: No, that's just, like, a Pokemon Go mechanic. It's just, you have to grab the Stardust and the candy to power them up.
0: Well, the, the thing about it is, like, your overall CP is very dependent on your attack IV. So, like, a lot of the top-rated Pokemon... You'll see you have like zero attack IV because that gives them more points into their overall stats than if they were, you know, max attack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, they we can can explain be at that. Higher part. level. We okay, explained cool, that. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I couldn't
0: remember. So I figured, you know, might as well mention it. Yeah.
1: Might as well mention it again because it's, it's an important thing to remember when you're trying to build your team and whatnot.
0: Can I play Octillery? Probably. It's not good. It is very, <laughs> very bad. Um, Got it.
1: It's probably because it doesn't have a very good fast attack and it's charged It has attack. lock on. Oh, that's fine. It's not great, but that's fine.
0: And you get Octazooka Gunk Shot. The problem is, is uh, it is not very good. No. You also get Aurora Beam. You get Mud Shot. Mud Shot? It's like, fine.
1: I think mud shot would probably be like the reason like the way you play it is like mud shot and then water move plus coverage move.
0: it's it's like fine. Yeah. Celebi is a thing that exists. Yep. Umbreon is yeah. actually really high.
1: Yeah, Umbreon's really good. i saw multiple Umbreons today on camera. Um
0: uh, my attack is way too high though. Yeah. My my attack is awful. I mean, I need to go through and just look at, like, zero attack IVs.
1: Yeah, like, here's the thing. It's just, like, what you think is a good Pokemon, what they trained you, like, hundos, three stars, four stars, things like that. That's not what you're after. No. That's the cool part about this is you're after the the good defense, good HP, zero attack.
0: Oh, I have a really low Seedra.
1: Oh, there you go. Evolved.
0: Too bad it's also like bad. Aww.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what if I evolve it into a Kingdra? I'm about to
1: say, is there is there a way to have Kingdra under fifteen hundred?
0: Yeah. Uh, you can get to fourteen ninety eight. Cool. Too bad my defense and my HP are both terrible.
1: Womp womp.
0: Like this, this is not a good Sidra. Okay. This is really interesting. Oh, I got a good fortress. Let's look.
1: And now Carter's going to be on Pokemon Go for the rest of the week, because he's found out the wonders of I can just play whatever and still be decent at the game. Nah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm still bad.
1: <laughs> this is great. This is. I'm. In, I'm glad you found like a new enjoyment for Pokemon Go.
0: It, dude, it's just so weird. Yeah. Oh, how good are my stun fists
1: There you go. Asking the real important even... questions. How good? I have max attack. <laughs> how good are your Galarian stun fisks?
0: Dude, just imagine how many Pokemon I've traded away because I thought they were bad.
1: Right. Like that's the big thing. Is this like when the game teaches you? Oh, three stars is great. Four stars is great. But that's not what you want for competitive. That's where the trick comes in.
0: Yeah, both of my stun fists have really, really high attack. Uh this one this one would not be like too terrible. It's like 13-13-14. Like I'm I'm gonna lose out on a lot of CP, but it's not terrible. Yeah. How close how close could I get it? To fifteen. 1483. That's not terrible.
1: Here's a cool thing for you I heard about while I was lost with while I was watching the Baltimore regionals. They were talking about okay. how Dunsparce was starting to actually become a popular thing in the meta. Interesting. Our boy Dunsparce. No longer the worst thing no in the world. No longer complete garbage. Yep.
0: Uh, let's see. Don't have Trevenant. Do I not have a single Reggie? I don't have a single Reggie. Dang.
1: Maybe you transferred them in.
0: Oh, that's a possibility. No Altaria.
1: I'm surpri- I'd be surprised if you had an Altaria. I'll be honest.
0: I have a Scraggy. There you go. It's good. <laughs> it's too good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do I have a decent
0: Medicham.
1: If you don't, I know where you can get one, or at least the start of Oh one. my
0: my attack real bad.
1: My HP real good. Oh hold on, chat. We got we got a good one. I
0: have like six HP. I mean six attack. I the problem is my defense is like four. Oof. <laughs> Let's see how close I can get. What are these big candies?
1: What oh. Does that mean? My Altaria is 1675. Womp womp.
0: Womp womp. Do you want counter? I do have counter. Okay, so luckily like none of my moves are locked behind like TMs and stuff. So Yeah. I don't know. I have like an okay Medicham.
1: Poplios in the game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> this shows you like, granted I've had my new phone now for probably like six months right maybe maybe a, a little longer yeah something like I that I just downloaded Go this week
1: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> and before that there was that whole period of like I couldn't use anything on my phone so yeah it's been a hot mess yep Papalio quit being a jerk and getting the ball quit being a jerk okay We should probably transition to something that's not me playing Pokemon Go.
1: Yeah, it's probably about time to get out of here.
0: In all actuality, it probably is.
1: Okay, get us on out of here. it's about time for
0: me to go to bed.
1: Yep, we had a whole lot of fun talking about Pokemon Go. Um, This wraps up the uh, whole exploring other formats and we'll probably get back to covering VGC stuff next week. We got Spike Myth to talk about and how that's become the hot new thing.
0: I have not touched it.
1: It's a lot of fun. I've I've been watching a lot of I've, matches. I've looks, watched
0: some. I've watched some games, but I haven't touched it. It looks so. like it's
1: a lot of fun. I played a little bit on Showdown. Um, did you know Reggie Alaki and Urshifu are really really good? Still,
0: never would have guessed that in my life.
1: <laughs>
0: did you know Pokemon that can't be like highly contested are good? Yeah. All right, bye, Aaron. I didn't want to catch you anyway.
1: Come on, Carter. We got an outro to do.
0: All right, fine. I'll put the game down for half a minute. Um, I blinked hard on how to do an outro. <laughs> All right. As always, everyone, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're new here, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And to uh, everyone else, make sure you ring the bell have uh you know like the video that would really help us out comment down below uh telling us why your current favorite pokemon is viable in in this and how everything i do is terrible or something. i don't know comment we like comments they help us out a lot
1: comments help out a ton uh
0: let's see if you're listening on any of the audio platforms make sure you leave us a five-star review it really does help us out a ton against that algorithm um Come and hang out on Discord with us. That link's always in the show notes. You can follow us over on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mister Missouri twenty five, Carlos at Musical BGC. You can also follow us over on Twitch. I streamed this week. It was less than I wanted, but I did. I so didn't. that's cool. <laughs> uh, you can do that over at Mister Missouri twenty five and at Musical. Uh, it is currently September. If you're interested in like, supporting us financially, you can do so for 30% off. We still get just as much out of it, so that's cool. I think it's only on new subs, so to everyone who is currently subbed to me, sorry. Um, thanks for the money. It really does help.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Let's see. What else is there? You can go check out the website, and that is LRLessons.com. While you're over there, you can go ahead and check out the merch page, pick you up some sweet, sweet merch. But you know, for some reason, that's not your kind of thing. You can always go over onto Anchor and support us there for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode. Uh, You can get a big thank you from us. So, thank you.
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) I think that's everything. I think I hit it all.
1: Twitter, Twitch, Discord, YouTube, Anchor support. I think you got it all.
0: Cool. Alright, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, and uh, until next week, have a good one. Peace.